The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is not a worm with a mustache. He's Will Simmons. And he's not cheating on his wife with Raquel. He's Spencer Kinley. And this is After Reality. Welcome back to the Mixed Bag. It's been six weeks. We've had a lot of things going on. Will was a world traveler, but we are excited to be back talking reality TV in a time of year where things are getting ready to really take off. And what better way to do that with the than with the penultimate episode of Survivor 44 and... Dare I say, the most important episode of reality television of all time, the Vanderpump Rules finale of season 10. I, I don't think that's too big of a stretch. That's where we're focused. <laughs> and I'm excited to get into it. Well, what is the good word? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy how this has taken over. I have friends that have never watched the show. You have a friend that never watched the show. All of a sudden, everyone's interested. I mean, Bethany's turned at least four or five people over. Now they're watching Vanderpump in the very beginning just and watching it in real time. So... It's quite the phenomenon, for sure. Yeah, um, like I was, I was asked the other day, "Hey, are you watching the the Eastern Eastern Conference Finals?" I was like, "No, I'm watching the most important episode of reality TV ever." <laughs> and yeah, it's it's up there. All right, it's I mean it's wild the uh, what's going on all around this. Um, obviously there's there are other things on. There's other things announced. There's other things coming down the pipe. We have Bachelorette coming. Uh, Big Brother uh, will be around the corner here soon. We have Bravo announcing Roni girls trip, new cast of a regular Roni, still have New Jersey and Below Deck and, and Summer House and all the things. It's, it's, it's all happening. I haven't even gotten to watch Summer House Martha's Vineyard yet. Don't know if that's any good. Uh, I haven't either. I think we're recording it. Um, but yeah, no, it's there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, you know, I was watching the trying to watch the Eastern Conference Finals on my phone while BPR is in the foreground. Uh so that was fun. Um, luckily, the game. You probably checked out of that basketball game real quick because it was. I hard. mean, I was. I, it was. You know, it was on. <laughs> you just glance at the score. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, we had people here watching the finale here, and uh, yeah, I actually delayed it because I wanted to kind of skip some of the commercials, but I could hear the hoops and hollers coming from downstairs as they were watching it real time. When there were even like Vanderpump commercials in there, did you see the Mala, Mala and was it Ariana? Yeah, was it, yeah for Uber, for Uber Eats and and yeah. good as gold. Uh, so yeah. stuff going on. A lot of opportunities out there right now for Ariana. Uh, no, not so many for Sandoval. Although he played a show here and and just outside of Austin uh, last week, and apparently was even here in town on finale night. Yep. Uh, so uh, some person we know went to that show at Buck's backyard. Of course, that's where you find to see Tom Sandoval in Buta, Texas. Uh, said it was. A lot of fucking fun. <laughs> I, I, don't it. I bet it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a glorified wedding band is what you're seeing. So it's all covers and just kind of like having fun with the thing. So, yeah. It's, it's like it's seeing... A big, like, seven, eight-piece band. Yeah. Full band. Now he's got a little line in there about Raquel and during the Schwartz's Mom song. Have you heard? You've seen this? I've heard a little bit about it. I think it was alluded to during the Watch What Happens Live with Ariana this week. Yeah. it. Basically, I think the line is like, it's not Raquel or something like that. It's Schwartz's Mom. Whatever. So, yeah got it going on anyhow we are going to talk plenty about vanderpump rules we're going to talk survivor first before we do any of that well do you want to remind everybody where they can find us online 
Well, I need to remind myself as well, because we're on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and, and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Spotify, Google, Apple's, Amazon, or Stitcher was where you can find them. And download our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. Yeah, so we've been on a six-week hiatus. We usually, like, usually there's a, some time of year where we have a little hiatus, and that's, that's when it's fallen this year. So we, we started out with this season. We've had, had some favorites from the get-go. But I remember back in March saying to you, like, like who's going to win the show and why is it Carolyn? And here we are. We're still sitting with maybe one of the best options to win the show is Carolyn. Yep. Uh, even though I think at this point, Carson may be the most, like, uh, the strongest player left in the game. Carolyn has the definitely advantage of winning the game if she stays into the final. So, yeah. So I was, it was last, was it last week where Danny went home? Yes. Joe Pesci at, uh, that was Joe Pesci, right? That he was doing it. De, Niro. De Niro. Oh, it was De Niro. Which, which movie? It's just De Niro, De Niro voice face. <laughs> stuff, stuff my torch, stuff my torch. Uh, and so disappointed to see him go home. I feel like he was such a good player. Very good. Well, yeah. he'll be back. I feel like he's an all star comeback guy. Yeah, and I mean, it's almost written in the rules that if you're a really good athlete, you can't win. It's like wh- when has the the person that's the best in challenges won this thing? And it's almost pretty much never. never. Wendell. I, this, yeah, you stand out too much. You you stand your your physical uh you know nature ends up getting you kicked off early. So. Have a loyal group of shield, where like yeah. other players like you, and that's yep. what went, it was. Wendell and Dom that season. I can't remember if they had another amigo in the in the mix, but that's usually kind of what it takes. And uh, I I don't know who I think is going to win. Like I think I think the two people we said probably have the two best shots, but. Or final five. Heidi's already in the final four because she's got an idol. Oh wait, no, she played her idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she played. Yeah. Her idol. So there's so she, yeah, probably an idol that goes out into play this week, and someone's going to get a free shot into the final four. So I'm not giving anything away because it's actually had public knowledge. No, uh, Jeff Probst talked about it on the podcast, which I heard is a great podcast. I haven't listened to it yet. There is an idol at play. Okay, cool. Yeah, which yeah. I mean, when does it happen? When does the final five of idol? Like when does this happen? It's got to be now because what? Once you get four idols are null and void. Okay, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, yeah. At this point in the game, is there ever a, usually an idol still out there in the, by final five versus someone actually still having an idol just because yeah. they kept it? Could there? Like, we thought that there was one out there, and now Heidi played her idol. So are there two out there? I I don't, I, I don't think that's good good for the game if there's two too too much. Um. Yeah, my buddy listened to the podcast. He re- highly recommended it. He said this week's episode, too, really got into who the ca- people are and like what they've kind of gone through, like more of a personal side of the people that are there. So he said it was really interesting. So I may try to check that out at some point. Very good. Well, yeah. This week, we're coming in off of Carolyn playing her idol at the last tribal to save Carson. It didn't really save Carson because Carson wasn't going to go home. He did get some votes. Keep her, him, and Yam Yam bonded together. And Carolyn... When she comes back to camp, she's just like an open book. And I'm like, this is not the mm-hmm. book. Like, yeah, I got this thin. This is how I played it. And look how strategic and way I, how much I'm thinking about this game. Like, your whole game was rooted in everyone thinking you were crazy and not playing the game. You shouldn't be telling everybody you're playing the game. Yeah. You've come this far. It was highly illustrative of, hey, I'm a bigger threat than you thought I was. Which, yep. I think no one ever wants to to show people. Yep. Um, and, and since she had played that, they went on an idol hunt. Usually when they show us an idol hunt, we see someone find an idol, but to, 
No one's on an idol, right? No, I wonder. And it's usually, you know, usually at some point during the idol hunt, if you know, they'll always like do a little like, "Hey, this is where it is." I don't know. Was it even there? <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't know. They assumed it was, just like they assumed that they were going to have to go to a new camp, which we'll get to, which was genius. Really, really dialed in gameplay. Uh, I feel like I feel like somebody like Carson was was behind that move. <laughs> well, when I do my three D puzzles at home, when I <laughs> yeah. I pack up all my stuff. <laughs> yeah, and Heidi, like we said, she had one in, in her pocket. Had she had gotten a second one, that would have been like the boss move to get get where you wanted want to get. Um, and that's where we start start seeing like who's going to go where. Lauren's trying to get in with those three, which four at this stage of the game is a little was a little bulky. And I feel like Carson, Yum Yum, and Carolyn can. And probably should stick together. I don't know if they will, but it's getting tougher. But I mean, I fear, I felt like this week is the last week you stick together, obviously, because you know there's the final five, and you you dominate it, and you can own it from there. But you know, you have to realize who you're. You have to realize who you're cutting bait with because you need to keep somebody weaker to 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 help yourself win. So it's like you're not going to keep the final three, the final three, because you might lose to your best friend. So, um, but yeah, the, one more week made sense. Yeah, well, because if you can be in power in the final four, you go to the final four. Or, or wait, we go down. We go down to four. So we still have a majority vote this week. When we get to the final four, only one person. Or how, how does the vote work in the final four? I can't even remember. It, it's I guess it's just the four of you are voting, and and then if it, there's a tie, then we draw rocks or whatever. That's my thought. It's not until the. Actually, no. Final four is fire making. The, the oh, winner. You choose. You choose one, and then you choose one to, to not do fire, and you choose two to do fire. Yeah. Our other one has to win their way back in. Yeah. So, anyhow, this week though, reward challenge. We had like American Gladiator atmosphere coupled with a table maze and blind people pushing a collar inside the ball. Um, it's a big advantage to win a reward this late in the game. Well, huge, huge. I mean, like. Your body is depleted. Uh, you know, Jam Jam hasn't eaten anything but rice all season, so it's like any nutrition at this point is bonus. Yeah, I can't imagine like what that does for you. Like, I mean, physically, obviously, but like yeah. psychologically, what it does to you to like have some pampering and get to eat something, and they yeah. had a variety of what they could eat. So I'm not stuck eating ice cream and coffee. <laughs> but uh yeah, right some sandwiches and preferably just peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because that's what's going to be good for your body out there yep all right and uh, chocolate <laughs> your favorite no chocolate for me can you burp in my mouth so i can taste the chocolate that's just <laughs> oh my god so nasty and then she immediately regretted it but he did <laughs> it burp right on cue no absolutely and he burped the other time as well all right so but when they go to the sanctuary, it's a split group. Um, the the group that doesn't go, like, has Jamie like really going into like why Carson needs to be the one to go home because he's such a big threat, and that's it's it's Carolyn, Carolyn and Heidi there, and like I was hoping that Jamie wasn't successful in this as this was happening, and, and meanwhile, like we know Heidi's not going home, or at yeah. least or at least if she saved herself, I mean that. Could have been real interesting if they put votes on Heidi. 
and she plays the idol, and then Heidi just picks who goes home, essentially. Yeah. No, I, you know, Heidi held on that thing for longer than I thought, but she used, obviously it came to very important play this week, but I thought for sure she, she should have used it by now, but it kind of kept kind of scooting around it. I can't. Was hers from the birdcage also? Or was hers from the, the, the journey? She found it. She found it. Because Danny was really close, or somebody was really close to finding it, she got it. I'm I'm getting things slightly confused here because I I can't remember if I told you this, but I've I've started watching season 18 Token Chain. <laughs> That's right. And so I'm concurrently watching two seasons, and I'm like, wait a second, there's no Exile Island here. That was the other season. Um, but uh, I'll, but season 18 pretty good so far. <laughs> Tyson, JT, Fishback, Coach. And uh, Taj from SWV, who's also Eddie George's wife, uh, and she's—I I assume on the Bravo show right now, the the Escape and SWV uh, Bravo show. I did not watch that one. <laughs> uh, anyhow, the the winners come back, and Carson realizes that Jamie and Lauren are really trying to split things up, split up that the Tika three, which Caitlin Carson uh, and uh, and Jam Jam. Yam's talking to Jamie like about Carolyn and like at that point in time I'm like this is going to get real spicy it didn't get super spicy but it sure felt like it was for a while I don't know what your thoughts were yeah I mean at this point we have players that are actually good in the game and the people that are still hanging around Jamie being one of them Jamie's biggest game here is keeping everyone convinced that she's working with them when Jamie has not been in the right side of this boat for a while except for when it's like majority kind of thing but um, it but like it starts getting confusing whenever the other players start turning each other. Where I'm like, is Carson and Jam Jam really turning on Carolyn right now, or Jam Jam going to turn on them? And it's like, this is. It got really. I was really confused as to where this boat was going. Yeah, well, uh, Jam and Carolyn have had a very complicated relationship. Oh, if they were on the same team at any point, they wouldn't. They would have voted each other out by now. Right. Yeah. So let's. let's talk, the immunity challenge was a classic, balancing, a little disc with a ball on it and. And it was hard. I mean, Jamie, Carolyn, and Carson all out very quickly. And and two of those people, or actually only one of them, got to go eat, right? Carson was the, the lone eater of the bunch. Um, it comes down to Lauren, Heidi, and, and Jam Jam. And Jam's the next one out. And ultimately, Lauren wins individual immunity and safety. And like a really fast competition, it felt like. Uh, super fast, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I think that's why they had so much downtime between things. Where like they went back to camp, and were just hanging out for like a long time. Because <laughs> I mean, some of these like balance things or stamina things last hours. Yeah, this was like half was, hour max. <laughs> yeah, max. Yeah, uh, and, and you mentioned it. They're back, they go back to camp, and like people are talking about Jamie, but wondering if she has an idol, thinking she's not necessarily waiting for it, but. Things kind of went around. It was Carolyn, like all the things. I like. Who did you, if like, gun to the head? Who did you think they were going to vote? I honestly thought Carolyn was the, the vote at that point. Like before, that's where I was kind of misled. I was like, uh, unless something all of a sudden changes, but it was also hard to tell because like Jam Jam and Carson have been on the same path. Like they've been actually tied to. Uh, I feel like more closely aligned because I think Carson sees that he could be Jam Jam, but he can't be Carolyn one on one in a in a uh, in a vote. So it's like, I think he needs to stay close, more closely aligned to Jam Jam. But if Jam Jam is going to go rogue and start voting out Carolyn before Carson is, is ready, then it's like that becomes a friction point. So it's like, 
at what point does he admit what he really wants to do versus like just like oh yeah I'm gonna keep appeasing everybody. So I don't know. This was this one was very much like didn't know where the vote was going. I thought for sure it would be Carolyn. If it didn't go Carolyn, I'm like what what you know like what happened? How did we get to this point if it's not Carolyn's? And we didn't really get to see it unfortunately. But I was thinking it was probably going to be Carolyn as well. But the the one point well I I feel like at least for another week Carolyn and Carson needed each other. Like, yeah, because you don't want to. As long as there's two of us that people think can win, that's better for us, right? Then the next week, if I don't win and the other one's already gone, I'm out too. Yeah, they needed a line on this one. This is the last one they need a line on because this one keeps them in direct control. One of them will succeed at this point. And I mean, I don't know how bad of an idea it is to even go to the final four with someone that you're aligned with to give yourselves a puncher's chance to 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 move one step closer i mean i think there's a lot to be said that you made it this far knowing this person is probably your biggest competition but because you combine those forces you're able to make each other a little stronger i mean like, i think that's a val- you can make a valid point with that um now it does look better if you were the person to get out that person you know but it also takes more than just you to get out that person so someone else could steal that thunder and be like actually it was my idea you just voted with me and i was like oh great so but um, no, it gets a little complicated. But I mean, hey, if they go those Car- Car- Carson Carolyn, I would say those are two best players of, in the game outside of Danny in the last few weeks. Uh, I, I will say Lauren's a dark horse. If Lauren could could win something else and take control, I feel like she could actually have a very good chance in a vote. Very good chance. Very quiet. I'd be interesting to see, hear her convince jury since she's so quiet. She is, but she's won several challenges recently. She's you know she's been a good player. Um, the votes. When Yam Yam couldn't even look at Carolyn after they turned the votes in, I thought, I thought oh, for sure, <laughs> that was great production. And she looked at him like, "What's going on?" Because you know, her face says everything. Yeah. <laughs> she does not hide anything. Like head snap back, like guys, guys, and she even said that out like guys after two votes. Um, Heidi plays her idol, doesn't need to play her idol, and it goes four two. Jamie and Lauren being the ones going against Carolyn. Um, which is interesting, and they they really misled us again, and and I and I loved it because like I don't know why Jam Jam was doing what he was doing, and it may have been totally out of context too, right? Maybe, or it could have been just like he does not want to give a like he we don't know obviously, but like maybe he told somebody else on that on the up there that he was going to vote a certain way, and by giving that look to her, he he lets them know that he did this just in case it bites him in the ass. Maybe just protecting himself, right? Just like I'm not giving anything away. That's the plan. Whatever. So I, mean, I feel like there was something missing between. But now, yeah. now, like Carolyn thinks he's one of the two votes, probably. Uh that's. I think it's pretty easily debunked at this point. I mean, it's like uh, there was two votes. One of them just went home. Well, <laughs> if Lauren doesn't fess up to it, sure. That's why I think we missed something. I feel like there was some production. There was something changed that happened that happened at, at the campsite versus coming over that we didn't get to see because. This was this seemed very clearly a Carolyn uh, vote. So. Anyhow, the tribe, yeah. the tribe is going to a new beach as they anticipated. I pretty wild that they brought all of their stuff, put the rice on Lauren just in case. Uh, even brought paintbrushes and smart thinking. They're going to a new new place, and it's the season finale already. Next next episode, which is which is pretty wild. We'll have a new Survivor champion. Uh, we saw our first Big Brother commercial. Uh, obviously, it's old players in the commercial, and we'll have a new season. It came as coming soon, so then I went and looked it up, 
Not until July 12th. Well, it's like super late for Big Brother, and it's going to run into October. Again, super late. So that means how many Sundays are we going to have to check the DVR to see, make sure football didn't run long? Oh, man. <laughs> Record Big Brother on Sunday night. Wow. Dang. Wow. All right. Hopefully it's over by like Labor Day-ish. Um, so again, that's the rumor, but it's not anytime soon if they're giving us a coming soon and not an exact date. It's not June. No, very true. Very true. So I know, and somebody was like, "Oh, it's gonna be an All Star season because, um, because they showed a couple of the old All Stars. They had a few, and I'm like, no, nah, like that's just the last two seasons. I don't feel. I feel like the trailer was just built in the last two seasons, not so much All Stars. We just had an All Star season, didn't we? Didn't we? Have- that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because one of the girls was. And the, the trailer was like a retread from the last season of yeah. there's a girl that was like one all the she was like super good. Yeah, well now we have uh I mean now Memphis and Christmas are like together after that all star season. Yeah. And also got attacked. Did you hear what read this article? Did you send is that you that sent it to me? Maybe. It sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. But yeah, I'm gonna put a bow on Survivor for the week. Um uh, yeah. Survivor 44, the fantasy game winding down over in Fantasy 4 Reality. There'll be new games coming soon for The Bachelorette and for Big Brother when that comes around. But top scoring player over at Fantasy the numeral 4 reality.com for the week was Lauren, 230 points. Uh, I only put up 130 as a team for the week. Will put up 610. Will is up by more than 1,000 points on the season. Carson is the lone hope I have for anything, but it's not going to be enough even if he wins the whole thing so congratulations sir on your survivor survivor win too bad it all your success fell during our our hiatus and you didn't get to bask in reflective glory each week hey man, it's still happening and uh this is definitely an ass whipping i don't really dominate this much usually it's like yeah one you know i pull it out but yeah this is very random you know as this as it is for survivor because we don't know anything about these people so when when danny danny and franny went out that Really, really hurt my chances. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I, like the people that have left are like the people I definitely did not, definitely did not uh, draft very high. <laughs> highest draft. So the the highest remaining draft pick in the game. Person. Well, gosh, like you drafted Yam Yam in the sixth round. I oh, drafted wow. Carson in the sixth round. There you go. Drafted Carolyn in the seventh. Lauren in the eighth, and then you drafted Heidi in the ninth. So just all the bottom feeders in our draft are the ones left in the game. Wow, like, Heidi was second to last. Oh, or Heidi was dead last. Oh, yeah. dead last. Yep, there you go. Watch it; she'll probably win the game. It's like that. <laughs> yeah. I think it was that Big Brother season, maybe when Casey was on, that she was the only one we didn't draft or something. That's like right. That. That's right. Uh, let's shift gears to good times and heartaches uh, over with the Pump Rules crew. We've talked about it a little. Um, at the beginning, there is plenty to unpack. We had a really good uh, lead-up to this episode last week. And, of course, this week was the episode where they resumed filming in March. You wouldn't know it was March by the marker board calendar on Raquel's kitchen counter that was... <laughs> um, but a lot to talk about here. Sets the stage for reunion. We had to watch what happens live. We had Jax Taylor on the Juicy Scoop this week. We have all these different things. I haven't even gotten to all the Instagram things you've, you've sent me, so... You may be able to to drop some some fun knowledge here, so I'm going to shut up here, um, and and let you lead the way here to start on Vanderpump Rules. Oh, oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, well, um, I thought it was awesome that we get Ariana like verbally destroying Tom uh, for this. Uh, it, it just it blows me away because like I know you're a big Sandoval guy, and you know he's always been fun to watch. But it's like he literally took no time and spent no time actually putting much of an apology out toward her, just kind of worried about everything else around him, which really blows my mind. Like I'm like you're that like checked out of this that you're just not going to really acknowledge that you really fucked this whole thing up and like she's i mean she she's been with him this whole time she broke it down as she was with him when he driving a crappy car and wearing skinny jeans and was wearing guy liner and it was just like yeah and now I, you're just chasing after you know people that just want to be famous with you it's like that's weird i think the an interesting kind of what i was thinking as i was watching i was like as we saw him get more and more upset in these conversations I don't know that he's that upset about what he did. I think he's more upset about he always wants to look good, and he's upset that there's no way to not look bad in this situation. No, uh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when he met with Lisa, and Lisa was like, "I don't want to hug you," you know, and then he's like breaking down and like audibly like broke, you know, choking it up and everything else. Stuff is like, cool. Yeah, you should feel this bad, but like, what are you feeling bad for? like actually hurting her or like where you're at now. Cause those are two different things. <laughs> as we said before, like they're not married. They don't have kids. All you had to do is just break up with her. Yeah. Um, and, and, inst- and like totally understand there was a lot of life events going on and maybe he felt like he didn't want to pile on, but like, it doesn't make it any better. Um, it makes it worse. Like if you've been having problems for five years, why'd you like, as Sheena said, like, Why'd you buy a house with her? And I thought Sheena was a re- like a an MVP of the episode, um, like just straight to the point to the like and really sharp with what she had to say. Not super like mean, but just like said the exact right stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, if no, of all the people on the show, like she is, she is the second. You know, at this point, she's like the second in command when it comes to longevity goes because she's like she was there from the start. She's known him from the start. Um, So like, yeah, like Ariana was in the picture when Sheena was, you know, so Sheena's been there. She's seen it all. So, yeah, she actually had the most context out of (laughs) the most information out to everyone else. Um, Yeah, it was it's pretty wild. I mean, like watching the whole scene with him and Raquel in her, her apartment, which, you know, like. Somebody said that somebody read. I read. Somebody told me that they read online that supposedly Raquel is worth up to thirty million dollars, and I'm like, that apartment says differently. Like, bunch of hocus pocus. That is not. Maybe there's some like trust fund that she has no access to. But that is yeah. absolutely because you're popular on social media does not mean you're profitable. <laughs> and I mean, she's done. Whoever said like she needs to leave this town and never come back is, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they know a lot of people. They know a lot of people. There's a lot of, you know, we listen to a lot of podcasts. Like, there's a lot of podcast people that know them. Like, they know them intimately and are friends with them. And it's like, this changes everything. You literally have to choose a side. <laughs> I I don't think, there, there's really not really much coming back for either of them. There's certainly not for her. Like, Sandoval can probably find a way to shoehorn himself back into some stuff. Um, just because of Lisa. And, like, but who's he going to film with? Lisa and Tom? And Yeah. What's and, the point of that? And and he, as we found out, like as the show was happening, there, Raquel and Tom are not together anymore. Raquel's still at whatever wellness center that she's at. Wellness, yeah. Are you, not rehab, wellness. 
Yeah. Uh, the White Lotus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. I also thought, like, I loved how whenever Sandoval shows up at Sheena's house, Brock, on the way out the door to, like, take the baby out or whatever, he was like, yeah, you gotta go clean up that mess, bro. <laughs> he says, like, a quick line, if you were watching here, but, like, I, I saw that scene a couple times, and he basically was like, yeah, you gotta go in there and figure it out, bro. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and Tom's like, yeah, you got it, dude. <laughs> it's, I mean, Schwartz is the interesting piece of it, right? Oh, yeah. Ariana broke it down for him. It's like, hey, like, I will not have mutual friends, so we're not friends anymore. Um, yep. We don't know how complicit Schwartz is in this. Like, is he a little bit? Is he a lot? Like, we know he had some base level of knowledge, right? But sure sounds like his apartment was the meetup spot in, in some regard. I, it, like, does Schwartz need to just wash his hands clean of Sandoval to come out on the other side? I think so. Like, if he wants to continue, especially if the show keeps going, like, if he wants to continue on, absolutely. And, I mean, like, Ariana was in his, was his best, was, like, one of those groomsmen. <laughs> like, you know, like, he's very close. He's such a sweet guy, but he just has terrible, he chooses poorly on, like, where to put his energy. And he, he put his, hooks his wagon to Sandoval, which a lot of people have, so I can't really blame him. Every, you know, kind of, like, everybody is in this group with that, but He's like really is ride or die when it comes down to his friendship, and like he's done so much dumb shit, and like listens to him, like just does whatever he says. But I think one thing that we miss is that I found this afterwards that Schwartz's his 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 triplet brothers all have like severe drinking problems and like aren't doing well. His mom's not really around. His dad's in the hospital. His business is sinking. Like all this, he's getting divorced. Like all this stuff's happening all at once. So he really needed this business to be do well, so he could help take care of everything else. And this severely stunts that growth, and uh, that's that sucks. <laughs> really sucks. His junky apartment, and is like, "Hey, I'm not gonna kick you when you're down, but dude, like, we we were at a 4.8 stars on Yelp, and now we're at a one star. Like, look what you've done to me and all these other people. Yeah, selfish. Like, with our livelihood, our ability to maintain some level of like outside of the restaurant income, like you've like cut us all off at at the ankles." I was gonna say, yeah, ankles, and like I mean, I think people are still going to those restaurants. So, like, but maybe just not at the clip as they were. I mean, to your point earlier, like people are still going to Sandoval's shows, and 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 it's fun. But he's got to be yeah. upside down on that, paying all those people traveling around the country. Like they're not making enough money. They may, maybe they're breaking even. Yeah, that's a lot of people. I mean, like hotels, everything else. He's put the entire crew. I mean, like they're going from they're up in some places, some small places too. They're not playing huge cities and stuff. So. Uh, but, um, crap. Oh yeah. Also like, uh, so a friend of ours that came over to watch the finale said that she gets on Resi and goes to Schwartz and Sandy to see how many reservations are available. And it's very available to go <laughs> like, and, uh, I mean, Jack's on the juice scoop podcast. of Helen McDonald was on there for an interview. It was a good interview, but it's a lot of, ju- and like, how much can you trust Jack's? Like he's always been a so- liar. Yeah. That? Sociopath. Absolutely. But I mean, like, is he? Is he telling complete false statements, or are they just kind of like embellishing? He was like, "Yeah, I was just watching the There was five people there, and I'm like, five people? No, we know. Maybe. Like, think about it this way: Tom, Tom, Sir, Sports and Sandys. Part of the like attraction of going there is, well, I see someone. Yeah. And if people no longer want to see that person, right? I mean, I think. Schwartz is lovable enough that like even 
even highly implicated in this, people would maybe still go see him if he became like the face of the place. I think so. I think, I mean, also, you know, change the name, you know, rebrand it. Like, yeah, well, I, that's what I talked to Schwartz about when I met him on the map. That's right. Like, he's like, ah, oh, maybe we should change our name to that, be less controversial. Um, yeah. I mean, so I mean, crazy. Like, not, by no means is, is Schwartz, like, not complicit in some way, but, like, for him, for the Greg guy, for anyone that invested, I feel bad for those people. I mean, it, it's it's not helping TomTom's business either for Lisa. Mm-mm. Nope. I mean, Pump is out of business now. Yep, Villarosa's is gone. Yeah, and so... It's down to, down not, to two and a half, I guess you could say. <laughs> this is her house. Uh, uh, Villablanca. Oh, Casablanca. Villablanca, there you go. We, we, we went. Yeah. I drink tequila. It was... It was dirty. It was like not very cool. <laughs> it was well. It was also like four o'clock, and no one was there. Uh, right, but it was just kind of like everything's white and kind of like has this, wasn't like polished white. <laughs> it's old. It, it was yeah. it didn't close that long after we went there back. No, in, we just made it. <laughs> Sixteen probably when we were there. Yeah. Um. I, I so I've looked on the Google reviews. There's a ton of reviews, and like definitely a lot of one stars. And you can tell people probably aren't going there, just leaving like because it's all just like bashing Sandoval, which is whatever. But uh, people that do like it have said like, "Oh, the food's good, the drinks are good," but like the vibe is very intense. Like you just tell pe- people are like waiting for something to like work out. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like we never saw the restaurant actually open on on the season. Yeah, we, nope. we've, we've seen some like of the dim lit. Like black and white of it actually open, um, but it, it never opened on the season. We know it opened no. like the end of the summer type time frame. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I for for their sake, like I hope the restaurant has some level of success and they don't end up destitute from 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 that happening because like yeah. it they've all lost enough in this and. I, I don't wish them any further punishment there. I mean, they've already received plenty in my opinion, but others may disagree. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it is a business and there are people infected by that, you know, like, and, and I guess, uh, they were str- like Schwartz and Sandoval were struggling to keep things going. They had to keep putting more money in it. And it sounds like Schwartz actually borrowed off of his mom's 401k for this. I, I Sandoval, that. Sandoval's family invested personal yeah. money in there. I mean, like there's, Sandoval has, I think, a home equity loan or uh, for it as well, which means that his portion of his house with Ariana is upside down, which who knows what that means for like selling the thing. No kidding. And also, look at the house. They're still living together. It's wild. And they don't speak. Just like, and like, he's on the road. Obviously, he's touring a lot. So maybe that's why it's easier. Like, it's he's not there enough. And she's been kind of out and about, so it's like maybe they're not there all the time. But that's still weird. Like we can't get an apartment, you can't find it. Goose crash. Why can't you just go to uh, Schwartz's house? <laughs> Part of it is probably like trying to figure out this financial piece of it. Uh, sure, but like maybe come on, maybe Rand could bail them out. <laughs> he owns. He's supposed to owe Jack seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. Interview Jacks did. How many times did Jacks refer to himself as "I'm just a family man"? I'm just- family man, dude. I'm just trying to put food on my t- plate, my family's plate. <laughs> we've asked each other this in recent months like like yeah they started a podcast recently but like how do they how are they sustaining what are they sustaining on spawn con it's gotta be 
are they? I don't even know. I, they're in. They're in stuff. Actually, and then I guess um, there was Peacock had them recapping Vanderpump with him and uh and uh. Yeah, but prior to that, like the last their stuff. I mean, they're they're celebrities now. Like people will just pay them to do. Honestly, probably public appearances, going on podcasts, advertisement of their shit. I mean, like I'm sure they have some kind of like facial creams. Two weeks. There's James James plus Jacks. See you next Tuesday thing at, at Sir. They're doing some, an event together. Uh, it's weird they're friends now. So weird. I mean, most of their animosity came from the show and also Jack's being like crazy and James being James. But like, there was times when they had fun together, which was fun. Sitting <laughs> in there where they were friends and then they went back to being enemies. And it was almost like, is that just for show? Are they? Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he talking he's talking highly of James and like he's like man he's like really hope really happy to see him doing all this stuff I'm like wow this is like, not kill me makes me laugh and um I I thought when James did his phone call this week to Raquel on speaker with the other girls in the room he was Logan Roy or excuse me he was Roman Roy <laughs> he was like you cocky cock um, <laughs> I thought he was doing a, a Roman Roy impersonation with something <laughs> it sound like it um but. <laughs> James was good. Ariana was good. Um, Sheena was really good. Um, I, it, it's just going to be really interesting to watch three weeks of the reunion plus whatever bonus content they're putting on Peacock. It's yeah, a lot to, like it's. It was weird when Ariana was like, "I think his master plan was to not break up with me until after he filmed Winter House," which he never got to film. Sucks, dude. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Actually, maybe that's his play. Does he change shows? I don't know if anybody touches him with a 10-foot pole. Like, I think it's bad business for Bravo to move forward with him for a while. Like, gotta, gotta, gotta bury this. Um, it, he, needs to fi- he needs to figure his own shit out. That's the thing. It's not just, like, for him keeping the celebrity side. Like, he needs to figure this shit out because, like, there's a lot of things happening that he needs to get control of or things will really get worse for him. Financially, he... Yeah needs to keep doing the show if they will let him right or i mean or he gets his shit together and like the biz he can like be a silent partner at the bar and just be done like not gonna be publicly you know like kind of falls in the background for a while right i mean like yeah I, is he the worst person ever no did he fuck up absolutely like we've seen way worse like there's way worse people out there i think jacks is the worst person than he is <laughs> randall is way worse yeah. <laughs> um but i think there's a scenario where it's just like Here's the friend group, and then here's the Toms doing doing their bars, and we have a couple people that work in those bars that are part of the story. There maybe there's two parallel storylines. Yeah, I you know, and like I think the, it, nothing else has been proven from this situation is that <clears throat> Sandoval is still gonna be Sandoval, and like he still likes the attention. I mean, like he's doing this this freaking concert tour, knowing this is a whole everything's falling apart. Maybe it's for money, maybe it's just to stay in the celebrity, whatever it is. But like. Yeah, there the guy needs attention, and he's in hasn't booked any new shows since then. Though these are all ones that were booked before the scandal. I wonder if people want to book it. You know, yeah, I, I was just meaning he was just. Oh, I get it. Yeah, going living out his commitments, kind of thing. Totally, which is great. I mean, like honestly, like good, like you know, good. But yeah. It's it's weird. I mean, like it's crazy how this is all caught on across, like literally swept the the nation <laughs> with this. But uh, I, what's that? Scream news. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. But like, like watching Ariana like look so like just beat up. But like, 
also like seeing where she is now it's what's left it's like wow this is like crazy and it's like it's real people like that's one thing jack said bring up he's like you know the reason why some of these other like Fringe shows don't work out is because they're forced to be friends. Where these people actually already knew each other, they're already friends with each other, they already had connections. They either just do work or whatever. They knew each other. Where like Southern Hospitality aren't people that really hang out and know each other. They're forced to kind of be there because they fit some kind of mold. And he brought up that one specifically, just like he's like, that's why it may not work. It just may not work. We're actually friends. That's why the show's so good. He's like, he's like, that's why people took it so personally when this happened because they feel like they know these people because they are friends with these people. You know, so wait, initially, Summer House, um, really good group. Of- good group of friends for the most part shaw's a sunset long time friends yeah family at that point i mean like actually early seasons of, of southern charm it's it's less so now but like those people all knew each other for a really long time and i mean you had one or two here but it those are the shows that work the best yeah or no for sure or it's just or like people that here's your job go do it uh, not don't no. you can if if being friends is a product of you doing your job together really meaning below deck. Um, yeah, that works. Um, so that if Southern hospitality was more about them actually working, then it might work better. Although I think, I, it was, I think it was pretty popular. I mean, I know you didn't like it and I kind of liked it. Um, I think it's coming back. It is coming back. Unfortunately. Um, it just, that should just felt cobbled together. It's like, we're going to be in VPR and look at these people that are trying to be on, like they're in VPR. And it's like, you can't, you're not, you won't. Like you just you just not. The biggest difference is that's your job. On VPR, their job was trying to be a Macter. Uh, yeah. and that's how they were sustaining their life was by working there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like they all they all actually work there. I mean, actually physically all work there at one point. I mean, like it's pretty crazy. Um and yeah. up until recently, Rachel it still worked there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I watched when it was live. Uh, Ariana made sure never to call her Raquel, only Rachel. And then all called her Raquel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shella. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, it was. It's. I mean, honestly, that was an awesome season finale. I could have watched like another hour or two more. Um, but now that it's over, I'm like, I don't know what happens now, and like, I don't know if like we have, like we we'll get over this obviously, but like if the show will ever be as interesting as it has been right now to where it's like almost like it's going to be a letdown no matter what happens after here. I bet we could roll back the tape on the podcast three years ago and <laughs> two more than me are saying like the show just needs to stop like it's it, it's dead they're never going to do it and, and then we had this revival but, but I mean like what did it take to get there like actual terrible shit <laughs> so maybe it's the maybe it's the well, comeuppance <laughs> There, there's like a bizarre school of thought where you could be like, it was all, it's, it was all like, hey, they were going to break up anyway. Let's make it for, make it like this. But like, the major counterpoint is like, Sandoval would never take that big of a hit. No. Also, like, there's so many minor little details that we keep finding out. And as you see these conversations, especially some of the episodes, like, honestly, it felt like I'd already seen the episode before we got to the episode. And then you're watching, you're like, oh man, you knew nothing. Like, this is all brand new information, which was, was made it even better. But you realize, like, if this was scripted, if this is any way like, hey, it's going to happen. Like, I don't know if you heard about the Stallone, Sylvester Stallone's new show. It's like they faked the divorce to kind of get it off the ground, and now he's got a show about his family. Great. But it's like they're trying to do this to kind of fill like a, a, the content. It's like none of these little details would have added up as well as they had because you can't plan the Raquel scratch on her face and then like being suing Sheena all in like real time as is happening and then actually filming it right after. It was like, no way in hell you could pull this off. They're not that good of actors. <laughs> in reality, people are not. Film and, and, and storyline and story creators like for film and TV where you have to like or film 
but like TV shows where it's actually going to be like that sharp. Like they're not that they're not that sharp. That's why they do reality. <laughs> Maybe the most interesting thing about the reunion will be just to like just watch Sandoval even sit there and like what is it like sitting there for however many hours they do that and what does his body language look like and like he's going to look like uh I don't it's going to look like a kid sitting in the corner right oh yeah honestly like. Uh, as much as James drives me to the wall, like James easily is one of the best characters in the show just because he's like funny and like just crazy. But like whenever he's trying to fight Sandoval in the reunion, I'm like, get a shot in there, dude. <laughs> get one slug in there. <laughs> I who who wins that fight in a real fight? Honestly, I think James. I think because James is like James is actually kind of crazy. Where like Sandoval, I think, is like Dude, don't hit me. He's too too pretty about everything, too nice. Like I feel like Sandoval is very much a nice guy but like james is fucking crazy he's got a yeah i i think they're both it's not, it's not a great fight it's like an nba it's like an nba player fight right it's like put the arms swing and no one hits anything i think they're both consensus <laughs> uh, totally i yeah no <laughs> can't, can't go I, mean, it, I mean like yes i think it's it's the fairest fight we have on the show <laughs> hold me back hold me back i know you hold me back hold me back hold me back <laughs> It's like the NBA fight, NBA fight where like you see like you know these these guys biggest dudes swinging just no connection just like so hopefully somebody grabs and pulls him out of it. <laughs> uh, I, it's it's like the Mike Newhouse fight in Days Confused. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, after one punch, uh, I figure I hit him once and I play defense, and most fights get <laughs> after after one punch. You know, like, uh, so so great. Isaac Newt, yeah. oh, Mike Newhouse. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, great ending. Looking forward to the reunion. Uh, hopefully we get some other new content out of there, new information that we don't even have now. Um, uh, but yeah, Survivor, excellent finale. Kind of sucks this ending, but it's been, been a great season. Yeah, apparently we're going to hear more about Miami Girl. We heard a little bit about it on Watch What Happens Live, but, uh, we'll be back soon talking, uh, all the things here on the Mixed Bag. Before we do go, though, well, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online? We're on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. We're on Instagram and Twitter, Instagram and TikTok at After Reality Podcast. Download your podcasts wherever they might find them Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher, and check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at I Fell Over 45 on Instagram and Twitter. At Spencer Kitley on the Twitter and at Fantasy for Reality, both on Instagram and Twitter. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us until we chat again. This tribe has spoken.